In this week's episode, I share my conversation with Eric Thurwanger on these three powerful words, language of leadership. Welcome to the Three Word Podcast with author, speaker, and life coach, Lisa Thal. Eric, welcome to the Three Word Podcast. Hey, good morning, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, this is such a treat for the Three Word Podcasters. (laughs) I'm so excited that uh, you're available today to share your great leadership uh, training that you use and that I've also implemented into my day-to-day. But for the uh, Three Word Podcasters, a little background on Eric. Uh, He is the founder of the Leadership Development, Strategic Planning, and Sales Excellence. And uh, he is a tremendous speaker he is a great coach and an author of the Think Great Collection. Um, little background, he began his career uh, by serving the U.S. Marine Corps, which we thank you greatly. You're welcome. Uh, his leadership and honor integrity uh, became his foundation, and then he also created, again, the Think Great Collection from his own personal challenges that he faced and his own life experiences. So how did I meet Eric? And this has been... Wow, we've been met you several years ago, actually. Yeah. And I was uh, attending a strategic manager summit uh, with our company, Hubbard Media. Mm-hmm. And I got to admit, um, I've been in this business 32 years and, you know, experienced various speakers and training, but yours really stuck with me. Um, mm. Your leadership training, I found, and your approach was just, it's just extremely effective. And well, thank you. And your coaching approach um, is so easy to implement. Um, It's just made a major impact on my company, uh, how I use it with my sales team. And what's so great is um, what you teach, it can be across any industry. It can be across your personal life. And that's what I love the most. So um, just, again, just so grateful that you've made time to be with the Three Word Podcasters today. No, no, no. My, My privilege to be here. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this all week. That's awesome. Well, what I know is, you know, we have managers out there listening and we have leaders out there listening. And I always used to, we we talked about this, we manage metrics and systems, but we Mm -hmm. coach talent. So, you know, as a corporate coach, I mean, what do you see as the greatest challenges that our today's leaders are facing? You know, it's interesting. I get to go, like you said, I get to work with virtually every industry out there. And I think some of the leaders will throw up the biggest challenges. You know, they're going to say there's communication issues or delegation issues or maybe lack of initiative, and then it'll get into team morale and team engagement is too low. But ultimately, I think at the end of the day, I think what we're seeing is the results of a lack of a shared language, that people are not speaking the same language. And I think that can be very frustrating for mm. leaders Yeah, you're um, right. when people aren't on the same page. You know, in fact, I'll have leaders virtually pulling their hair out and they'll say things a lot of cliches that we're not on the same page or how many times do i need to say this or i'll talk to them blue in the face and then it ultimately comes back to no one here is speaking the same language and that really caused me to take a closer look at the dynamics happening as i would go into client offices um, to really find out you know is there a central theme here to these challenges and i, and I think i've uncovered that mm-hmm. with with the three pillars Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I see the application right away. Um, the one thing, you know, I wrote the three-word book, three-word meeting book, so yeah. I love the three words. You built uh, <laughs> yeah, your I business. Yep. I love the, you know, Eric built his business of his three p- pillars around mm-hmm. three words, leading, planning, and selling. 
um, which is amazing. So what led you um, to create this concept, the three pillars of business greatness? I think as I started to really analyze where the issues were, it started to fall into these three quadrants. There were leadership issues um, from the standpoint that most leaders couldn't even identify what it meant to be a leader. In other words, they couldn't define leadership, let alone what it meant to be a leader in their company, yet here you have people with leadership titles. So there was no shared language on leadership. And then when I got to the strategic planning side, most companies had goals, but about 95% did not have a plan that they actively use. And at the end of the day, there was no real strong language about leadership. So, I mean, excuse me, about strategic planning. And so we use an aviation theme for strategic planning, as you know, the flight plan. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to sales, it's not that sales weren't happening. And there were just so many sales issues. And what I was finding is, is people were not speaking the language of sales congruently. In other words, everyone had a different definition of what things meant in that organization from a sales perspective. And it really started to bring home to me that what if there was a shared language in an organization and what could that do if people were truly speaking that same language and on the same page and it's interesting because your book is 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 so brilliant in the fact that you know you're teaching people a language actually about meetings so they can understand it and think it better and throughout your book you mention those three pillars because you'll mention leadership you mentioned sales and you mentioned plans, whether it's a compensation plan or a marketing plan or a well thought out plan, those languages are actually in your book. And so you've, you've incorporated them as well. And that's to have successful meetings. And so what I've done is taken more of that 30,000 foot view and said, all right, if your business can get greater or better, what's supporting it? And that's where I came up with the idea that there's three pillars, leading, planning, and selling. And, and we have to strengthen those pillars. They already exist in each company, but they may not be as well identified and they may not be as strong as the goals are. So, so that's really where that idea came from after years of, of working as a coach in, in corporations. Yeah, and I know it sounds crazy. We're in the communication business and what yes. we discovered through your coaching, being in media marketing, <clears throat> is that everybody wasn't talking the same language, um, and, and through all That's our departments. Right. And so through your coaching and expertise, we were able to implement a plan where everybody in the building understands where we're headed. We've planned together and sure. they, you know, in the end support sales and sales yes. knows exactly what they need to do, which is focus on selling. And, uh, yeah. it's been extremely successful for our company. So, um, again, well, thank just, you for that. just a big believer in it. Um, I mentioned earlier um, your background with the uh, Marine Corps, um, yeah. and how did your background help you develop this concept? I think that having served, there's there's a language that's spoken in the military, and when I showed up to boot camp, I began to speak the language of the Marine Corps. I wasn't I wasn't uh, interpreting it in different ways or trying to deliver it differently than them. They they have over the last two hundred and almost forty four years now. Um, perfected their own language as the other branches have and so what i noticed that everybody was speaking the same language in fact our language shifted a little bit when i got there because we have a naval heritage to what we do in the marine corps you know the floor wasn't a floor it was a deck and the, the wall wasn't a wall it was a bulkhead and the door wasn't a door it's a hatch and i had to learn to speak their language and so i started to really look at if engagement levels are so low in the civilian in the business sector but so high in the military, 
what are some components that they're doing to unify their people? And I think one of the strongest things, and there's many, but one of the strongest things is they have a shared language. You are speaking like a Marine or a sailor or a soldier or an airman. So I think that that shared language side of things is, is a lot more powerful than people understand. And it unified people. Even to this day, when I meet people who had served in the Marine Corps, they're going to throw a couple oohs, a couple semper fi's at me, and then we'll give a couple bro hugs. And we're <laughs> on our way. Um, but it's because we were part of something and we were speaking that same language. So it was a language that unified. And that's what you were mentioning, you know, about the flight plan. It's not just a strategic plan. It's a flight plan. We're going somewhere. There's destination, and we've attached that aviation. Uh, verbiage to it. And I think people like speaking like business aviators. So we've actually made something like strategic planning more fun and, and more engaging. Yeah, you really have in the uh, flight plan. I know we used um, for our sales organization mm-hmm. from a referral standpoint. Yes. Um, so we engaged with, you know, <clears throat> most companies want to find ways to drive revenue and shorten sure. the sales cycle. And we did that. So with your strategic planning, we created a very simple but yet dynamic um, referral plan where where we were landing planes. We were making connections with uh, clients that love doing business with us versus going out and calling cold and it just became and more no fun. fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was pain. No it was painful for the sales the sales team, but when we implemented this, now this has become a way of life. So we're flying faster to oh. new clients. We're converting faster. Um, That's right. Thanks to your flight plan and applied a lot of the um, things you shared with us. So that's just been and really really great. And that's just so awesome to hear. And I even got fired up just now hearing you talk about those aviation terms in regard to planning because. They're, they're words that we want to speak. And I think that that's what holds us back. And, and those three pillars, it's when people say, what's the most important? I would say, well, we want to start with leadership and build that foundation. But leading, planning, and selling are all integral. They're all required to hold the organization up and to support these other levels. And so the, the shared language of leading, the shared language of planning, and the shared language of selling has to be unified throughout the company. And at the end of the day, we build leaders who support a plan that house our goals, including sales goals. Yes. So all three of them work together. There's this, this, this trifecta that each pillar is critical. And so I always believe organizations should focus on strengthening all three, not just focusing on one, even though maybe we need to start on one, and I get that. But ultimately, the languages lead into each other. Yeah, it's exactly right. And we need right. to become fluent. Yeah, you're exactly right. Now, I, I know you've applied a lot of the three pillars of greatness. Um, can you share with the podcasters um, that are listening, how else have you applied the three pillars of business greatness? So some of the ways that we go in is, you know, obviously we have a, we have a book on each pillar. So we've got the leadership connection for leading, um, elevate for strategic planning, and dynamic sales combustion for sales. So A lot of organizations will have those books as recommended reading, and they should also, of course, have three-word meetings as part of the required reading, right? Always. It should be required. That's just a prerequisite. Before any of my (laughs) stuff, we need Lisa's stuff. But what we do is is I think that people need a way that they can integrate these concepts naturally and organically. So in addition to having the recommended reading, we have programs for each of the uh, components. And so we can take a four-part series into any organization on leadership, and we do that all across the country. 
where we're sharing this language of leadership and people are starting to get engaged and buy in and speak like leaders. They speak leadership traits and principles. And then we can also do a deeper dive where we do a 12 month um, real forging of leaders where they're around a table of their peers. Uh, on the strategic planning side, we go in and most organizations agree, you know, we should have a plan, but most don't. And so we go in and actually provide them the tools so that their whole team can understand planning. That's our four part series. And then we do a deeper dive called the, the business flight school. Like that's what, that's what we did with your team. And people go into flight school and they learn how to fly the plane. In other words, let's pick the destination, identify our route and let's stay on time. So we've done that. And then in the sales side, you know, sales is an interesting, well, as you know, sales is a very interesting pillar because we have people who never wanted to be in sales who are now in sales mm -hmm. and they have to find a language that allows them to shift their perceptions from the aggressive pushy icky salesperson that people perceive and speak the language of the caring thoughtful you know forward-thinking sales professional that we are and so we do the same thing we go in with a four-part series and introduce them to perceptions of sales and then we have a sales impact system. So we put them in sales driving school and teach them how to drive their sales vehicle by getting their engine to hum. So these are really um, basic, simple, easy to apply concepts that do a deep dive in each organization and really strengthen those pillars up so that they can stack more on them. Yeah, that the I was trying to think, I wish it was three words, but I guess it could be. Uh, are you open to share? Um, one of the common yeah. language that um, I used from your uh, strategic planning with my sales team, because you're right, sales can be viewed as icky and I don't know yeah. where that comes over a belief system of many years, but especially sure. creating a common language with the various age groups that are in the room. So you have a new, new group of young people entering sales and you have people that have had 20, 30 years in sales. So the one common language that I think hit home the most that seemed non-salesy uh, that my team uses when they make calls to future clients or other clients is, are you open to hearing what I have to say? Because I'd sure. like to share something with you. So it yeah. just comes across as we really care. Are you open That's to right. hearing my ideas on how I can help you grow your business? Or I'd love to share some great concepts that have been successful in other markets. So. Those have just, you know, like I said, really cemented um, the way we approach our clients. Um, it's just it's been great. fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's it gets your team speaking the same language. And when salespeople feel comfortable in what they're they're saying, they're going to want to go do more of it. Exactly. And so what I found is, you know, there's that old way of selling, which is, you know, sell to anybody with a pulse and close the deal at any cost. Yeah. And I think that unfortunately, some people have actually sold that way, so they think that's what works. What I find is that maybe people need that product and service, so they buy, but it doesn't mean they're going to refer you somebody if they were hard sold and hard closed. Yes. So when we get back into the natural way of selling, which is sharing what we do and opening new dialogue, opening new opportunities, I've even had, and so has my team, we have referrals that come to us even before we're, we're committed, got a commitment from the person that we're, we're selling or sharing to, if you will. So even while they're in, we're in the selling phase with them, we're receiving referrals. And that's, that's pretty incredible. And I think that that's like fishing and having fish jump in your boat. That's exactly and right. And that's what we want to do more of, but we have to have that shared language. And I think there's just so much antiquated sales training out there. I think it's sales training that since none of us really wanted to be in sales, but here we are, 
it doesn't jive with who we are personally. Yeah, you're exactly right. And the analogy also is, I mean, use the fishing analogy, but yes. are, is your sales team fishing and are they on the dock fishing? Yeah. I mean, that visual, uh, everybody listening Huge. should put in their mind because if your team is sitting at their desk doing data entry and they're in sales, they're not fishing, they're not That's sharing, right. they're not opening doors or opening new conversations. So that visual yep. is just fantastic. So, you know, and that was one I'd actually created back at the, the media company days. I created this visual to explain how we can get our sales system and operations system working and where people should be. And I was finding that salespeople were on the dock. They were working on the dock when they should have been at the end of it, casting new lines. Mm -hmm. And so they would get caught up sometimes justifiably, maybe the systems weren't working and there was a mistake, a fire to put out, and I get it. But some studies are showing that salespeople are only selling about 22% of their day, mm. which means that for the other 78% of the day, they have set the rod and reel down and they are doing exactly what you said, data entry or admin work. And I'm not saying we can get a, a, a sales angler fishing 100% of the day, but what if it could be 44% instead of 22%? Yeah. Now you're talking about doubling your production. And and that visual is really huge because it makes us think when we're speaking that language of sales, did I just set my fishing gear down? Mm -hmm. And and so I think, you know, even if salespeople can start to increase incrementally one, two, three, four, five percent per day and allocate it on the, the productive work, not just the busy work, I think that you're gonna see some phenomenal results. Yeah, I mean, in addition to that, I mean, our team will say measure what matters. And it really That's comes right. down to that. I mean, of course, there's sure. a certain percentage of our job where we do have to check emails and do some data work. But most right. of it should be, even to your point, if you could just spend 10% more time with a client, 10% 10 more, 10 more time getting a referral from a happy client. <clears throat> If you do that across your yeah. sales organization, it's exactly. really meaningful um, and you can measure it. And, you know, from a sales perspective, salespeople's favorite part of the job is meeting and sharing and solving Absolutely. client solutions. <clears throat> and That's in right. the end, they feel good. At, they build more confidence and um, feel great about helping other people. Well, here's what's funny. Every, I think every salesperson loves when somebody buys. It's just that we don't like to sell. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, if you have the right language, sell them. And that's what's great is even at Think Great, yes, I've written sales books and I, I, I actually just got back from Hawaii and then I was in Texas, all on sales. Mm. So I did nothing but sales development, if you will, for sales teams. And they love the language of it because they know that they can be better, but that's one pillar where in, in that sales aspect, they knew that they were off a little bit. They weren't speaking the same language, even sometimes in the same team. People have different definitions of prospecting or follow-up or, or even um, processes. True. So, you know, and, and the salespeople, you know, they are pretty much A-type personalities, and they've, they're in there for a specific purpose based on who they are, but we still need to unify under that sales language. And that's what recruiters have done. Recruiters are the sales arm for the military, and they have a shared language, and they deliver passion. They, they don't hard sell you or hard close you. They are sharing a lot of passion, and they're opening new opportunities up for you. So now, of course, once you buy, you're pretty committed for the next few years, but that's another story. Yeah. Well, that'll be on the next podcast. No. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's right. I've You've written so many other great books, um, obviously, in addition to the uh, Three Pillars series. Mm -hmm. Is there 
any other highlights you'd like to share um, from your books um, sure. you know, that you think would be very meaningful um, to the uh, listeners? Sure. You know, I've also written a book on goal setting called The Goal Formula. I've written a, written a weight loss book called The Scale Factor, and then a, another book is a journal to help tie in our goals. And I think I'll, I'll leave you with two thoughts. Um, one is time. You know, time is a precious commodity. Once it's gone, we, we can't get it back, and we can't lead, plan, or sell yesterday. So I always break things down into 90-day programs. If I'm leading the people, I'm on a 90-day run. Maybe we're going to sprint to this 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 deal that we're going to this goal. If I'm, if I'm doing strategic planning, we're on a 90-day flight, or if I'm in sales, we're on a 90-day drive. Now, it's really important that we maximize each of those 90 days. And so I think we have to really start to schedule our time the right way to maximize that. At the end of the day, we're going to have goals as, as leaders. We're going to have goals in our strategic plan. We're going to have separate sales goals, and we may even have some personal goals. And what I would encourage people to do is, in addition to identifying your goals, really focus on your big picture. Like, in other words, if goals are the pieces of the puzzle, what does the final picture look like? And that's incredibly important. In fact, we just launched our um, foundation, the Think Great Foundation, and we award scholarships to military spouses. Mm, that was one goal inside of our long-term plan, and it's now a reality. We have our 501c3 set up. We're launching our first uh, luncheon on November 11th for Veterans Day, and we're going to be handing out probably about 25,000 in scholarships to spouses of, of military service members and veterans, just as our way to say thank you for your commitment and sacrifice. Again, that all started as a goal tied in with the bigger picture, that clear, focused vision that we had. So if your listeners are listening right now, it's because they are looking for strategies and techniques. And I think that if they apply some of the things that we talked about today on a shared language, I know they can have greater results. Oh, there's there's no doubt. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining the Three Word Podcast. And uh, if you want to learn more about Eric, and I invite you to, you can go to thinkgreat90.com. There's so much information on Eric's website that can help you. And then also in the show notes, I will also put how you can contact Eric for perhaps a future speaking engagement, uh, a coaching opportunity. Um, I would highly recommend him. He's extremely effective. Uh, he's engaging. You will be inspired. And mm -hmm. I'm just very excited that you could be a part of today's show. And uh, just grateful we met because, like I said, my business is better because I've applied your three pillars. All right, well, thank you. And the honor was all mine. And I would love to share more. Maybe we're going to have to do a uh, part two to this there podcast. Will, oh, yeah, we're going to be to part two for sure. Uh, <laughs> there definitely will be because we couldn't capture everything you can do for uh, the listeners in, in, you know, basically a half hour. But looking forward to it. Thank you so much. And um, just again, three word podcast and also thinkgreat90.com. Thank you so much, Lisa. Have a great day. Find more episodes and get the book at threewordmeetings.com.